Welcome to this week's edition of the St. Paul Podcast. I'm Peter Marty, Senior Pastor of St. Paul Lutheran Church, located in the heart of Davenport, Iowa. Right here each week, you can hear a message to inspire your walk with God and hear beautiful music to fill your life. Let this podcast be your occasion to contemplate some of the deepest things in life, just as I hope it helps faith come alive for you. Pastor Sarah Olson-Smith, and I'm grateful to be with you today. This morning, we'll hear Jesus teaching his disciples in what has become called the Sermon on the Plain, the level place. His words are both challenging and comforting, and they invite us to shift the ways we see ourselves and others in limiting ways. Jesus reminds us that our value and our purpose come from him. When we ground ourselves in this identity as God's beloved ones, we can live with all kinds of freedom and joy. So listen to these words from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 6, beginning on the 17th verse. Jesus came down with them and stood on a level place with a great crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea, Jerusalem, and the coast of Tyre and Sidon. They had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases, and those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured. And all in the crowd were trying to touch Jesus, for power came out from him and healed all of them. Then Jesus looked up at his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day, and leap for joy. 
for surely your reward is great in heaven, for that is what their ancestors did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Well, Jesus isn't really messing around here, is he? (laughs) Depending on where your life is right now, those words from Jesus might have felt like such comfort, or they might have had you shaking and wiggling in your seat a bit with some challenge. For those of us who are worn down by living too long with too little, who are hollowed out by hunger, or who are exhausted by too many nights full of tears, hearing those words from Jesus, blessed are you who are poor, who are hungry, who are weeping, I hope that those words brought you comfort and honor and this like a goodness of being seen and cared for. But for others of us who have more than we need on top of our game, we might have heard Jesus' words, woe to you who are rich, who are full, who are happy and cringed a bit. But those woes are not a curse. They're not a condemnation. I actually like to think about them more as like the whoa, a cowboy might say when they're on the back of the horse and the horse is a little bit out of control, about to fall off the edge of a cliff. Whoa, stop, be careful, have a little caution, slow down. Those words of Jesus are spoken to us and they are not a condemnation of wealth or a glorification of poverty, but instead Jesus speaks these words of healing for all of us to bring us into deeper connection with God and with each other. That afternoon on the plane was a whole day full of healing. Jesus was casting out demons and healing diseases. Power was bursting out of him for everyone who gathered. And after he healed people in their bodies and spirits, Jesus sat them all down, sat himself down, and he looked up to them, and he started to teach them, to teach them words that would heal them as individuals and as a community. This great long sermon of which we just got the beginning. Throughout scripture, Jesus heals people over and over again in all kinds of ways. And in these words, Jesus is healing us, healing God's people, by changing our perception, our perceptions of ourselves and of each other. The thing is, we are surrounded in some ways by sort of societal funhouse mirrors, ways of being that kind of shift and distort how we see other people and how we see ourselves. You know those, those funhouse mirrors that are like turned concave and convex, and so you look at them and suddenly you're like tall and skinny as a giraffe, and, or there are other ones that curve in such a way and they like squish you super, super, so you're like a little round and squat as a pumpkin, totally distorting our images of ourselves, which makes them so funny and 
hilarious. <laughs> but the reality is our, our world, our society does that, has those kind of distorting mirrors. So it changes how we perceive ourselves, how we see the people around us, no longer seeing their truth, but instead this kind of messed up way of being. Take, for instance, people living in poverty. Those mirrors around us shift how we see those of us, in, the people among us in, in our community who live in poverty. So that instead of, they kind of shrink and sh- shrunk them, it happens over time in ways that are subtle and often unsaid, unacknowledged. But these distorted views tell this lie that some of us, simply because of our social location, are undeserving of access or joy or safety or dignity. But into this, Jesus speaks the truth, blessed are you who are poor, honored are the hungry, cared for are the weeping, beloved are those who are hated. With these words, Jesus shatters those mirrors that distort how we see each other, see other people as less than. And with those, Jesus says those perceptions are wrong. You are blessed. Even in the midst of all the hardships you bear, the struggle does not take away your humanity. No matter what is said, no matter what is seen, your sufferings do not define you. But it's not just on those on the very edges of society that have distorted mirrors, those wavy ones. For others of us who don't have to agonize over grocery bills, who have way more than enough, those mirrors sort of stretch us out to be bigger than we are. And those mirrors of affluence and influence tell all kinds of lies too. That, we, that there can never be enough, that we don't need God or anybody else that we can do and be and have it all. And to this, Jesus says, whoa, whoa, watch out, be careful. Remember what really matters. Remember what you value deeply. Remember, of your, remember your own value. Watch out, be careful. Remember that you are not what you have, what you do. You are valuable simply because of who you are. And the reality is that both our wealth and our poverty, our ease and our struggle, they distort our truthful perception of ourselves and others. None of those things ultimately define us. Most of them are temporary. But we have something that lasts. The thing that defines us is Jesus and Jesus' love for us. The thing that lasts is this faith we have and that we share, the joy we share in this, the community of people who surround us. It's these things that define us. What defines us is who we are in God, each with deep needs and with tremendous gifts. And so with these words of blessing and woe, Jesus puts us into this level place where we are defined not by how much or how little we have, how good life is or how hard life is, but simply our identity in Christ. And this is what heals us inside and together as a community. 
Because when we are able to ground our identity in Christ, we are free from those things that limit us, that force us in particular ways of being. We are no longer stuck in these sort of limiting perceptions, and Jesus frees us to be generous with our lives, to shut down those voices that limit us, to grow in our awareness and our compassion and our perception of others, to make choices based on the things that we care about and our faith and what matters to us. We can hold on to joy even in the midst of things being hard. We can find meaning and purpose even in the midst of challenges. We can stay rooted in who we are even as so much is pulling us in so many different directions. Our lives, after all, are sort of a mix of woes and blessing, depending on the season of life or the moment of the day. We might have every material need met, but live with broken hearts. Or we might have a life rich in relationships, but can't pay the rent. We are both full and empty, rich and wanting, weeping and laughing. And there are days we need to be reminded of our deep abiding blessedness, that this enduring love of God surrounds us and holds us no matter what we face. And there are other days when we'll need to hear that, whoa, slow down, be careful, watch out. The thing you cling to is killing you. You are getting too big for your britches, as my grandma said. You're going down a dangerous path. Remember who you are, whose you are. There's this beautiful song uh, by a women's a cappella group called Sweet Honey in the Rock. And the song is called There Are No Mirrors in My Nana's House a song about the beloved gaze of a grandmother on her her grandkids. The lines go, there are no mirrors in my Nana's house, no mirrors in her house. And the beauty I saw in everything was in her eyes, like the rising of the sun. They go on to sing, I never knew that my clothes didn't fit. I never knew there were things that I'd missed because the beauty in everything was in her eyes. The beauty in everything, in every one of us, is in the eyes of God. And this is what defines us and what can heal and restore our life together. God's gaze upon us is one of such honest love that names our belovedness and also calls us to account when we're woefully misguided. The beauty of who we are is not taken away when life is hard and not given to us simply because it's easy. And when we can relax into this identity, let this be the defining part of our lives, we are free to step into this world with such goodness and love for others, holding on to our values and our purpose and gratitude and joy so that every person we encounter might through us experience that beloved gaze of God's care for them. So I pray that today you might hear these words from Jesus as restorative and healing. 
whether you need those words of blessings or woes today, no matter what this life brings us or where life situates us, the one thing that defines us is Jesus, whose enduring love gives us freedom to see ourselves and every person we meet with honest compassion and courageous love. Amen. Now we turn to God in prayer, saying those words Jesus taught us in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. 
and now receive this blessing. Our gracious God, who leads you in paths of goodness, with woes and encouragement, who honors you and calls you beloved, bless your going out and your coming in, today and forever. Amen. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast, and thanks for your support of the ministries of St. Paul Lutheran Church. Our commitment to projects that lend hope to other people stretches across the country and around the world. We hope that in a good way you feel a part of that reach. Tune in next Thursday for another edition of the St. Paul Podcast.